Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. If you're loving what you're hearing on the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, go out and tell two friends today. Show them how easy it is to subscribe to the show. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is available on more than 20 different platforms. And wherever you listen to podcasts, you're sure to find the Real Estate Espresso Podcast. Go tell two friends today. Spread the love around. Why keep all this goodness to yourself? On today's show, we're talking about a mistake we made in a site plan development. It's an opportunity to learn from our mistake. We thought we had done everything correctly. We designed a subdivision that we thought complied perfectly with the zoning requirements with zero variances. I can tell you it's pretty rare to have a project of any size that has zero variances, but it was our go- but our goal was and still is to have zero variances. When you comply 100% with the stated rules, then you eliminate reasons for a politician or a bureaucrat from saying no to your proposed development plan. Our initial idea when we spoke to the city was to include amenities as part of our subdivision. We had designed in parks, playgrounds, and bike paths. But when we met with the team from the city for a review of our site plan, they told us they didn't care at all about those extra items. They simply wanted us to meet their zoning requirements for the requested density. We have to adhere to the minimum lot sizes, the minimum road allowances, minimum frontage, and all of the setbacks. They wanted us to minimize the number of entrances and exits from the subdivision so as not to impede traffic flow. So imagine our surprise when it was pointed out that we also needed to reserve 5% of the area for open space amenities. We had these amenities included in the site plan originally, and they told us to explicitly remove them. So we did. At least that's what we thought we heard. It happens that sometimes you get an answer to a question from a public official that can lead you down an incorrect path. Now, I'm not blaming the public official. Maybe we misunderstood the guidance. I actually don't think we misunderstood, but I have to assume full responsibility for the project. I can't blame them for telling me something incorrect. It just doesn't help. You might have listened to an episode a few weeks ago that we called virginitis. Now, virginitis is that disease that afflicts many projects. That's what happens when you refer to the wrong version of a document. Now, we were not caught by virginitis. We were infected by a related but different disease called preemptive listening. This is when the spoken word is allowed to take precedence over the written word. It can also happen when a public official sends you an email that's in conflict with the written rules. You see, the written word takes precedence when you're dealing with rules, laws, contracts, and policies. If we had not listened to the guidance, we would have avoided the mistake. If we'd better understood the context of our own question, then we would have also avoided the mistake. You see, the real mistake was in failing to ask the right questions. We were told that in the case of a planned use development that results in a development agreement, there's latitude for the city to bend the rules. And initially, we had approached the city in the context of a development agreement. Well, along the way, we abandoned that concept and decided to build the project 100% by right in compliance with the rules. We had, in fact, transferred the answer from an earlier question made in a different context to the current context. We failed to ask the same question again with the new context. If we had asked the same question again, I suspect we would have received a different answer. When we did get an answer from the city to a specific rule, then the follow-on question, or at least a good follow-on question, would have been to ask where in the rule book that specific answer is documented. That way, we can both 
read the actual rule, and be in complete agreement that the rule is being satisfied. We developed our own checklist as part of our process to make sure we are in complete compliance. But here, too, the checklist mirrored the error, so it made sure that we are in compliance with the error. It doesn't matter how experienced you might think you are. Every single day is a learning experience in this business. And if you get cocky, you're going to be humbled very quickly. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.